0: Yeah, like you get a tickle me Elmo and you use it as a dildo on a girlfriend, and then that's kind of great. No, that's serious because they shake. That would shake and giggle. Put that right up in a coos and boom, you are a hero. You're a hero because you use a tickle me. So that's (laughs) if you had a really hot chick in high school with your tickle me Elmo jammed up her her her, her baby tunnel and go crazy. This is Don Hall and I'm David Himmel and this is the Literate Ape Cast.
1: is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout
0: podcast. And I've never understood Black Friday. In what way? Well, you know... Why I mean, they call it Black Friday? Well, no, I understand why they call it Black okay. Friday. I've never understood the idea that that to get discounted bullshit mm-hmm. That you know, like it's it, like I like I said, I understand the, the the commerce reason. I understand why businesses do this, yeah. but I never understood why people like I mean, they don't do it as much anymore because Amazon does Black Friday. I mean, they're Black Friday deals all I month mean, should, long. Black
1: Friday started like yeah, yeah, like a three month ago. ago, yeah, <laughs> something like that.
0: Um, but the idea that you know, and and specifically people that do not have the means yeah. will will show up for hours ahead of time and fucking get into bloody fights. You remember the Tickle Me Elmo thing yeah, back in the 90s? Yeah, exactly. That was, was fucking, like was fucking ridiculous. So I got to thinking about it. I was like, I don't get it, but I was trying to think. Is what, what thing mm-hmm. would go on sale on Black Friday that would entice me to show up at a fucking Walmart <laughs> with the unwashed masses yeah. and wait in line and then like fucking elbow-jack a fucking 90-year-old woman and steal it from her so that I could get the discount? What thing? Like, what thing would I would I elbow-jack an old woman for? Yeah.
1: A steady paycheck.
0: Well, no, but then you can't get no, that on Black Friday. You can't get that on Black Friday. Come but
1: on. I, what would I elbow-jack an old woman for yeah. to get the discount? Like, on? you're in...
0: And it's like, like, there's three left, or there's one yeah, left. Yeah, there's one left, me. and she grabs it first... And because she's fucking old. And I got this bony got elbow. this bony and, elbow and you're young yeah. and virile and she's old. I know old, her jaw is going to go. And, and, it's going to drop her. And there's all this mayhem going on. So yeah. nobody's really going to notice that you jacked an old lady for this uh-huh. thing. What's know. the thing you would jack an old lady for?
1: A Ralph Stedman original. What? A Ralph Stedman original. What is that? Well, you know, Ralph Stedman, the artist. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. You you will in a second. Okay and you're probably going to feel a little foolish. I probably will. Ralph Stedman was the artist who worked real closely with Hunter S. Thompson.
0: Oh my god. I feel and in Las Vegas. I now do I now do actually yeah, feel stupid. Okay. okay. All right, fair so enough. So I think
1: for you know a Ralph Stedman original, I would I would elbow jack an old lady's jaw off her face. Really? Yeah. All right. I can't think of anything else because it's like, eh, fuck it, I'll get it later. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, all right, if I can't afford it now, you know. Like, it's like if if my
1: kid, if I couldn't get the uh, Tickle Me I don't know what kid's yeah. toys are or whatever the fuck it is, like what the hot item is now. But like, if I couldn't get the Tickle Me Elmo for the kid for Christmas, dude, your birthday's coming up. They're going to make more of them. Yeah. You know, sorry, life is disappointing. You know, Santa fucking hates yeah. you, whatever it is. I would, like, I yeah. would
0: jack an old lady. What would you do? I I thought about this because it was like, there's not a lot. And I realized, oh, like the newest, most jacked up Mac desktop, but for like six bucks. I mean, it's got to be, I mean, it's like, (laughs) oh, 30% off. Fuck you. If I'm going to jack an old lady... I'm getting this for the price of a Starbucks coffee. You know what I mean? I'm going to get yeah. this fucking badass thing that I know I will use that I would love to have because they're like $6,000 for yeah. the biggest jacked up desktop. Yeah. I love my Apple shit. Yeah, I'd jack an old lady if it were like a $10 super megged out. Uh, yeah. You know, but other than that.
1: I think it's an insane thing. What I, is that?
0: Yeah, What what is the thinking of that? It's... it's Scarcity? I... I is it stuff you just couldn't get otherwise and because you're living in poverty or living in like paycheck to paycheck, it's an opportunity to get your kid a thing you could never get them? I don't, I really don't. I mean, maybe, but the, that's just it is that if you, if
1: you don't get it on Black Friday, you can get it later. You can get it later. And if, if you can't get, cause my brother a couple years ago, he went out at like Thanksgiving night, uh-huh. you know, at midnight, mm-hmm. whenever they launched this shit to buy a TV. And it's like okay, yeah, great deal, cool. But if you can live with your shitty TV, yeah, or your less shitty, you know, your less great TV, whatever the fuck it is, for another four weeks, you're gonna get the same. After Christmas,
0: yeah, the all shit the drops prices drops even go down more. anyway. Yeah, it's you like, know, I just I, I, I fundamentally it's, it's don't understand greed. the thinking. It's, it's just greed and avarice and the want of cheap shit. And, uh, and maybe it's it's uh,
1: you know you feel like I
0: did this I I was well, there and I, a, I you know I've I've you know because I've had Apple I've had iPhones forever you mm-hmm. know um, and I waited in line once. I did the I'm gonna show up at three o'clock in the morning, at an Apple store in like I don't even know where the fuck it was like a far suburb because mm-hmm. I knew there were gonna be you know that big of, and I fucking stood in line with a whole I mean yeah. had to be. 300 people. Yeah. I think it was like for the iPhone 4. I mean, but okay. the only reason I did it was to say that I've done it. Yeah. It wasn't like a mania. Sure. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait an extra month for a fucking new iPhone. It was, you know, I've always got my iPhones a yeah. couple, you know, maybe two months after they release, And, yeah. you know, I want to just as an Apple fan, I'm going to do the stand in line thing once. And people were dicks. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I people push past me and I just let them because I was like, Jesus okay. Christ, yeah. what is that?
1: Yeah. I, it's so foreign to me. Yeah. I just, I, I'm trying to think of the other, like other things I've stood in line for. I mean, I guess for the Jawbreaker tickets, I was, you know, there at Ticketmaster to, you know. Yeah. But digitally, it's not the same as standing in line. You I know, it's, st- in high school, I stood in line to go to a, a Tower Records that was over in Lincoln Park. God, I don't remember what the streets were Webster and something wherever that Tower Records used to be um, Weezer was doing a that's signing that's
0: actually Clark that's, yeah Clark and is it Clark and Dickens something like that I mean, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. yeah yeah, I mean
1: it's gone now like, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, they even man, tore yeah. the building down to yeah, build right. else
0: probably condos um,
1: but yeah I was in high school and it was you know to they were doing a signing and, a, and an acoustic show and it was like we need to be right there but yeah. I was a 15 16 year old
0: kid and yeah. that's the kind of dumb these shit you do these are grown people that are these getting are into violent yeah. Yeah, violent fights for a fucking shitty George Foreman grill yeah. at 60% off and I just I just I, I'm just I mean I watch the videos I mean they're not as pervasive as they used to be but they yeah. still happen it still happens I watch the videos and I'm like what the fuck are these people well, thinking and
1: the thing that sticks in my mind was is that Tickle Me Elmo craze yeah 95 whatever, yeah, you know, like that, in the yeah. 90s and Obviously, you know, I was 16 years old, whatever. So yeah. I was a teenager, so I had no interest in Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, I unless kids unless it was like a sex thing. Me Elmo.
0: You know, like you get and a Tickle Me Elmo and you use it as a dildo on a even girlfriend, that, that and then age, that's kind of great. No, that's serious, because they shake. That would shake and giggle. Put that right up in a coos, and boom, you are a hero. <laughs> You're a hero because you use a Tickle Me So that's, <laughs> if you had a really hot chick oh, in high school with your Tickle Me Elmo I, jammed up her, yeah, her, 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 her baby tunnel and go crazy. I remember watching that thinking,
1: it they're doing this for their kids, and I get it. Like, you'll do anything for your children, but... My God, like if Christmas morning comes, you know, let's just fast forward a few years. Yes. And, and Harrison is, wants, let's just call it Tickle Me Elmo because whatever it is, okay? Yeah. He wants a Tickle Me Elmo, that's the thing. And mom and dad, I want this for Christmas. And he writes a note to Santa and he's telling us and he's talking about it for like five months. And Katie and I are sitting there going, we gotta get him a Tickle Me Elmo. I'm probably just gonna say, if this is the hot item. Let's just fucking buy it now. Yeah, and you know what? If we spend an extra, or maybe forty percent, or, or maybe it, tell your kid that that, discount, that, like, that
0: much materialism is kind of bad for him. Or here's a teaching moment. Yeah, you know that. Sorry, you don't get everything. Here's you, some you, fucking Lincoln Logs. Yeah, and let him ball his fucking eyes out because yeah. he didn't get the thing he wanted. And then you say, you know, but this is fun, and now let's play together. Yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, I just I, like I said, I just, I. Black Friday has always been. I mean, since I was a kid, black—the concept of Black Friday has always it's, just been sort of alien.
1: My cousin Beth, she will go on Thanksgiving that year, like early, like she gets up at like four a.m. or three a.m. Is it
0: like a ritual? Yeah, that's the
1: thing. And Maybe she it's goes a ritual to the that you do. At okay. like four a.m. Like in was you know the Wisconsin, whatever the hell's up, one of those. Yeah, to know. get like seventy-five votive candles yeah. for a quarter apiece. What and, the fuck? And she, you know, and she buys all her gifts, you know, Banana Republic and whatever the fuck else. And yeah. Right on. That's her thing, and that's her tradition, and cool. Yeah. But my,
0: fuck that. Like, yeah, I don't if I'm like enough, it up at four in the morning. Like it's going to be either enough to do it, some push-ups or write a book. Yeah, I don't like people <laughs> enough to want to be in a riot over no. you know over a seventy-five percent off you know waffle maker. What and we're so
1: clearly we're the worst people to be talking about this because we're both in agreement that it's the dumbest fucking thing you can possibly I do. Just, I
0: just never understood like, it, and I, I figured I, I would ask the question. I'd love to ask yeah. somebody,
1: like, what is your thought process? And they'd go, I don't know, I'm fucking
0: stupid, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of 1995... Yeah. You asked this question the other day, and I thought this was a really <laughs> funny question. Um, how did work get done before the internet, and what did we do
1: all day, was your question. So here, I, I don't remember the exact thing that made me think of this, but... Oh, I know. No, I do know what it was. Is that I had this job to do for one of my clients, where I had to research the history of of uh, telemedicine, telepsychiatry specifically. Okay. So my research consisted of me googling the living shit out of the internet. Yeah. And Just having mining. more open tabs than I could even fucking possibly count. Yep, I've been down that road. So. Now, thankfully, because of the internet, I didn't, I, I could do it in one or two sittings. Yeah. What would I have done before the internet? You would have gone to the library. That would have taken so much time. Well, yeah. And I would have had, it would have been weeks of work,
0: yeah. which is fine. You know, but that's, you know, that's the, all the more when you look at things like all the president's men mm-hmm. and you go, Jesus yeah. Christ, they actually had to do research Yeah. They didn't Google anything. There was no internet. They had to make fucking phone calls yeah. on phones, yeah. and you know, it's I, would,
1: I would have had to call these psychiatrists that you know were involved in early telepsychiatry in the '60s, and they'd be like, oh, what? I what? You know, whatever." But I would have had to do that, and that's fine. But everything's so. I guess it's easier now or it's well, just more it's, accessible. It's
0: more accessible. We have we have
1: But it's also harder because I look at I mean, the you search look at results and it's like did. what
0: is Google you know, changed everything because but, you know, I and mean, then you go back you go back to like the first encyclopedia because the first encyclopedia was was French actually. No, I, well, I take it was books, but but it was but what volumes. It, but what it was, <laughs> no, it was, I don't know. I actually, I don't know if it was French, but the first, the the, the first big one was the, the French Encyclopedia. I think the French Encyclopedia was sort of a response, I think of an English one. But the bottom line was, it was, how do we take as much of the world's knowledge mm-hmm. and put it in a volume so that people have access to all this information? Yeah. And even then people were gatekeeping because how, you know, because printing was ridiculously expensive. Right. And so it's like, all right, so how do we do this? And then they did it. Well, the thing, and people didn't like it. A church didn't like it. I mean, people yeah. had problems with this idea. Well, Google, after years of encyclopedia, Britannica and all this, Google basically said, how do we take all of the world's information, mm-hmm. every written piece of information in history, yeah. digitize it, and make it available to everyone yeah um, and there's that's a remarkable thing it's an amazing thing I
1: mean I remember the, the encyclopedia
0: you, of volumes my grandparents yeah, I remember we never those.
1: had my grandparents who I live next door to my dad's yeah my, yeah, dad's my aunt parents,
0: Mickey and Uncle Don had those yeah
1: you know Poppy had yeah the, and I don't know what year they were I'm you know but he didn't the, update yeah. them every year no, I know no, that yeah 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 and I'd go over to not in Poppy's house and I would go to the encyclopedia and I would pull out whatever the hell I, and I would do my assignment that way or I'd go to the library. So it's
0: funny that you did assignment. Yeah, you know. I would just pull it out and read shit because I was fascinated. Oh, I would do that too. Just I mean, read yeah. just whatever I yeah. want to read. Yeah, it's sort of like Googling random words and I kind of do that today too where I just Google random shit and see what i like what to it go into Wikipedia with. wormholes. Yeah, I, I do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. As well,
1: actually, like, we should do that and then do a podcast do on a that a, of a, how just, I, I, I start with, you know, one thing yeah, and start, see where it takes us then we... Start with Bruce, Millis, Bruce
0: Willis films and then just see where it fucking takes in you. Link clicks, it, link it, link it. Where do clicks. you go? Where do I go? And then where do we end up? I think that's I, I'm, I'm in. I did I in. that once before I think with my buddy funny. Chris. Yeah. And
1: yeah, but so when I came into the professional world, uh, it was 2002. Okay. Um, email wasn't new, but it was like that was my second email account. Yeah. You know, I had my Hotmail account. Well, I guess I have my account, then my college account, and then I have my professional account. Yeah.
0: But there was still a lot of... It was not the email way we use it today. Is, I'm, I'm a bit older than you. Yeah. I remember... is, I'll tell you what I remember in high school. I remember one of my classes was... Because computers were brand... Like, not computers, but home computers. Portable personal computers. Personal computers, yeah. Personal computers were brand new. So we... Had in my in the, I think this was like my junior year in high school. One of our required classes was Basic. I had that in junior and, high, and I think, it's like yeah. the green, like the green, you know, like green screen, no graphics whatsoever, kind of command computers. dot run. Yeah, or yeah, fuck it was. Yeah, and so we had learned Basic. Yeah, and I remember that my stepfather at the time um, was because he was a, a criminal attorney, mm-hmm. defense attorney, and uh, had lots of money. Yeah. Um, you know that that brief period where you know we were the we were the step kids. It was. It was very. You early. had two pairs of day-old shoes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but he had one of the earliest cell phones, which were like a size of oh, a fucking, yeah. you know, like your forearm. My dad had a bag. It was a bag. Yeah, it was he a had bag, the bag. A strap yeah. bag uh-huh. and the whole thing. Uh-huh. He loved that fucking thing. And uh, it was like we had do- like and eight dollars a minute. And, you know, and <laughs> he had he had a satellite. He had a satellite TV, but this was a fucking satellite the size of a goddamn Volkswagen. I mean, it was huge out in the middle of his yard. My grandparents had that, and my mom's. My, my mom's like side this in Arkansas. Giant gigantic. And then, yeah. and then the VCR, which was this gigantic top loader VCR. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, and so all this technology. And so I remember, there you know, this is long before there was email. Well, maybe not long, but it was before there was email. Um, no, when I first came to Chicago after co- I mean college. Um, yeah, I didn't have email in college at all. I don't even remember. Was email what? When when, when did email become sort of a regular? AOL was like that was nineties. Well, it was nineteen ninety five when the government stopped when the, when it went public when the internet became okay. Public. Well then yeah, because I went to college. I graduated college in eighty nine, so I was yeah. in Chicago. And I know this because I just did the work on okay. it for this for this thing. <laughs> project- and so what's <laughs> fascinating to me is like like I remember I remember my, the, and this had to be, it was ninety eight. Okay. You know, I had uh, my theater company is when WNP was still around. With WNP, we started that in 92. So this is prior to any real mm-hmm. pervasive internet. Um, but I remember the day that my first wife and I decided to get divorced.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I announced it in an email newsletter that I wrote to all of the company members of my theater company. And it was just writing like, this is just a thing. And then just wrote this thing. And in other news... Don and Deanna have decided to get divorced. And it was just my way of doing it. But mm-hmm. I remember, I was thinking about this. It's like, what do we do? Um, I didn't have a cell phone. There was no such thing as a cell phone. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, we did well, a show. Well, there was such a thing as a cell phone. It wasn't. Well, it was, readily. yeah, it was it a giant. Like, and it was like $10,000 for yeah. one. You know what I mean? And. Like uh, only Zach Morris was the only kid that had yeah, a cell phone. Yeah, that ever had a cell phone. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about it is, I can't decide, and based on the question, I can't decide if things were better then. I think they were probably just worse or just different. It's just like, you know, I mean I I I, it was very interesting because there's no payphones. I was in a Starbucks the other day, I'd take Dana to River Forest for a gig. And so, you know, when I do that, generally she's out for like three, four hours. Yeah. Then I stay so I stay in that area and I find a Starbucks Mm because they've got free Wi Fi. Yep. And it's good Wi Fi. And I'll go and I'll get a cup of coffee and I'll sit down and I'll just I'll work on my iPad. Uh, all things that I could have never done. Right like as I graduated college and came to Chicago as an adult. Yeah. None of this shit I could have done. Um, But uh, I'm sitting there and this woman comes over, And this is a woman. And she's she's not a bag lady per se. I mean, she's not homeless.
1: Yeah. But
0: she's carrying a lot of her stuff (laughs) with her Uh in the Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And she comes over and she sees that I have my phone. And she says, "Um, is it? I know this is an imposition. I'm sorry to bother you. Um, but I lost my phone. My phone was stolen. And I'm wondering um, if I could use your phone to call. I'm, I'm supposed to meet somebody tomorrow with, about a new apartment. I'm getting this new apartment. Is there any way I could use your phone? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my policy is sure. I said, give me the phone number. And I'll and I'll dial it in. Yeah. And when it rings, I'll hand it to you. And she went, yep. oh, thank you. And she, so she gave me this woman's card and it was a card so I dialed the number and I gave it to her Mm -hmm. and she was just I mean and then but that was the thing she told me after she got off the phone she'd give me $2 which don't give me $2 it didn't cost me anything but it's fine okay you know I took the $2 and then went to the Emporium because you have unlimited minutes you paid the extra it didn't cost me a fucking dime for this shit but she she had been there she'd been there in the Starbucks for like three hours trying to get somebody to let her use the phone because there it. are no pay phones anywhere. Yeah. You know, and you lose your phone, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. And so there's a plus to the idea. I mean, what it reminds, you know, her her plight reminds me of a, something I just read not too long ago about, about businesses that are going cashless. Yeah. And that's kind of... Epic Burger is one of them. Th- that's, that was, kind of, yeah. that's kind of discriminatory because yeah. people that don't have a lot of income generally don't have cards. Right. They go. They deal in cash, yep. and so that's kind of a, a a weird message to say. We don't want you. We yep. want people that can afford to have a credit card. Yep. And so, in some ways, I mean, there was discrimination back in the '90s too. But uh, in some ways, it's 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 an alienating kind of experience having yep. this much technology. And you know, we and you know, we've had a million conversations about how the internet has fucked us all up and social media. But I like the question. How, what do we do all day? We read like, books, we watched movies, but we—I yeah, mean, I. remember. I mean, like you're sitting at work,
1: and I. Like if. If I wanted to kill time, or if I want to kill time at work now, I just well, fucking on, on Facebook, yeah. or I'm looking at you know the you know New York Times or Washington Post, or I'm you know reading Garfield minus Garp or whatever the fuck the internet has to offer. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Or I'm texting people. Yeah,
0: or... that's the thing is, I went to Jiffy Lube. Whatever. I can't. And that's what I realized. I realized this because you had just asked this question and I had to go to Jiffy Lube because we're going to go to the Pennsylvania. And uh, so I'm going to get my Jiffy Lube. So I couldn't, and not that I couldn't, but I didn't even think to, spend the 15 minutes it takes to service my car and not pull my fucking phone it's out. hard not to and do And go that. on the internet. Check yeah. my email, look at Facebook. this shit, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like and I did in the middle of it I went what kind of fucking thing is this that, yeah. that I can't that, I, that I'm that it has just become second nature yeah that I do this and it's not like I feel like it's necessarily necessarily a bad thing but I imagine if you know I mean if if I if I constantly had access, I mean it's like it's, I guess I guess I would put it to this this way. What do we have that fulfilled that void when I was a kid? We had soft drinks. Did you just go drink pop? Yeah, because you could get pop anywhere. And really, I, mean, I guess more people smoked. You take a smoke break. Yeah, you smoke. I didn't smoke then, but I don't feel like uh, I, like I mean, working. I need to take smoke. I mean, and go I smoke. mean it, it just was yeah. a thing that was a, a, a it filled your time. Um, I've never been the kind of person, Dana's this way, but I've never been the kind of person where I can just like, I'm just going to sit quietly and be bored. Yeah. It's not my jam. My brain never shuts off. So, in some ways, just having something to look at and read occupies my so brain. Right, and I try and avoid that too. So, sometimes if I'm,
1: you know, present enough in myself and I sound like that's total therapy talk, but it makes sense. Yeah. Is I will if I'm like working and I'm like, ah, I don't want to take a break or whatever, like I won't go on the internet. Mm-hmm. I'll walk away from it. I'll go take a walk. I'll do some push-ups. I'll yeah. do,
0: you know, I'll do some strip, whatever the f- I'll just do something. When I work out at the gym, I've got my phone. I'm yeah. reading in between sets. I watch movies I mean, yeah, when I'm on just, the elliptical. I,
1: like In my bag, I've got a copy of the of the Paris Review and whatever uh, Time magazine I yeah. just stuffed in there. And I won't pull those out. I want to. I
0: put them in there to do it, but I'm like, nope, my phone's easier. Yeah, it is easier. Like on the train. I'm reading the New York you know? Times on my fucking yeah. phone. You know? I mean, I'm reading this whole thing about Facebook. Uh, the, Did you read this yet? No. It's an expose. It's like five bylines on this There's fucking There's still
1: thing. more to expose oh, this, on Facebook. This,
0: is, this rips a giant hole. I Let's put it this way. You and I are going to have a literate ape conversation soon once you read this article. Because mm-hmm. I'm debating, I'm seriously debating whether or not because I the only at this point, you and I've talked about this. The only reason I keep Facebook around is because it's a way to help promote yep. littered ape yep. in Don Hall, Chicago. But man, I'm I'm rethinking this. I'm thinking maybe I don't want to I mean that's like I want to kind of leave this shit behind. Yeah. Uh, and how that will affect what we do. But yeah. I'm just like because we have our business is we're doing a podcast that the only way people access it is the internet yeah we have a digital magazine that the only way people can access it is the internet right so it is absolutely a part of what we're doing but the question become our books are published through uploads th- and bought yeah. through the internet yeah the internet has changed everything I, I don't know I, yeah it's just it's just such a funny
1: you know and I spent a lot of time you know going to work with my dad and going to work at, at you know our family business we have used to have a, a fur business for 150 something years, that my grandpa sold in 1992. Um, but you know, there wasn't the internet then. Yeah. You know, there weren't computers on every desk. There were typewriters and shit. I and mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's a it's just a funny. It's just a funny it's, thing. It's yeah, just, and I it, think
0: well, I think about like you know my nephews who have never lived, and my niece who've never lived their whole life. Their entire life has been there's the internet. There's always there. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and I don't, again, I, I'm not a gloom and doomer. I'm not like a Luddite that says, oh, yeah. the printed page has ruined our life for God. Yeah. I'm not into that no. shit. I, I actually think technology, because a, a perfect example is littered ape. Yeah. If we didn't have the internet and we didn't have this access, we would not have the writing of, well, any of our writers, really. Well, no, we would have had to find money Eric for Wilson, printing. Eric and, Wilson might have wrote, written American Shithole, but American Shithole would be something that he printed off on a fucking carbon paper yep. and handed out to fucking people at yep. 7-Elevens. Now he it, you know, he has access to I a mean, lot more that, readers' that's, eyeballs. That's the big you know, thing. Jenny Thurston would never have been writing for us because she's in Pontiac, Illinois, right? and we wouldn't even know her. You know? Um, and so... On some level, I think there's a lot of positive. The fact that I got to FaceTime my mom. Yeah. You know, and talk to her and see her face and have a conversation with her. The fact that um, I just made money not the last week, two weeks ago, um, doing a, a public radio uh, consult yep. with Colorado Public Radio all through FaceTime. There are a million great reasons for, for the internet. But the question of what did we do without it yeah it just
1: is it really puts it, me it, in a spin and it's not even a question that requires like the deeper thought it's just yeah. like you know if you don't have a computer sitting at your desk cuz it's 1987 yeah you know there was like one computer in the in the in the business yeah. like i for the
0: fur business like there was one computer one
1: that cataloged all the and people it a, used to be cards, and, and, and it and,
0: was archaic in our mind now. But at the time, it was revolutionary. Yeah, and I,
1: my, I was talking to my dad about this not that long ago. He's and he was telling me that Pop, my grandfather was, like, didn't want to do the computer thing. He's like, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to spend all this money? Because it was expensive.
0: Oh yeah, those things were very expensive.
1: And you know, like most <laughs> businesses, when you invest in a new technology, you're like, e- is yeah. it going to work? Is it worth? And of course, you mm-hmm. know, often it is, um, you know. And now there's this, there's this oversaturation. Like, you know, when I was at the uh, the the gig, the full time gig I had a year ago, you know, we had the, the, the fucking con, the communication was so confusing because it's like we all have each other's phone numbers. Yeah. So we're texting each other shit. We're emailing each other yep. shit. We're slacking each other shit. Yep. I where did you set? I fuck. I don't know. But here's the other thing, and here's what I've learned about um, how times change, is that it's never really better or worse, it's just different. It's just and when more, I was, yeah. yeah it's more information, When I was faster. Re- researching the, the camp book, yeah, um, you know, the camp was pushing 80 years old at the time, so I'm talking to campers that were there in 1930-something, yeah, and I'm talking to campers that were there in 2011, 2012, I was there in the 90s. Um, very different, very different lives. Yeah. Very different. Um, a very different camp. Different uh, things provided from the camp. You know, like now there's a recording studio, and um, you know, I remember when I was there, we had a there was a computer class you could take, and it was like you were talking about, you know, the old basic basic computer. That's how I saw my first pornography. Was totally inappropriate, but my counselor. He's like, hey, you want to see something? And he brought me in. See, that
0: thing is when I started doing basic. There was no, there was no graphic image. There, you couldn't get a graphic he, on the computer. I remember him
1: pulling out a floppy disk. hmm And floppy versus hard disk. You remember that?
0: Okay. Dude, I've been through all that shit. And
1: yeah. And he put it in, and there was just these pixelated pictures yeah. of um, two Asian twin sisters, as opposed to three Asian twin sisters. Two yeah, yeah. twin Asian sisters, naked in a shopping cart. Like, doing sexy stuff. And I remember looking at that. I was 11 wait, wait, years wait, wait, old. No. Doing sexy stuff? I don't fuck it. I was 11 What's, years old. Yeah, but what, I, don't I don't know. They were like... find sexy stuff in they were, a
0: shopping cart.
1: They were naked. Both of them were in the shopping so the sexy, cart together. So the
0: sexy was just that they were naked. Yeah. Okay, so there wasn't, like, they were, it's not no, like they were, were like, licking each other's twats. No, they were just, or, like, naked, like, grabbing each other's boobs or oh, something. Oh, so they were grabbing boobs. Okay, there's I, sexy I stuff. Think, I'm just trying yeah, to think I, of, like, uh, other than the fact that they were naked. They're in a shopping cart, which is, like, the it's least limited. sexy it's thing I can space. think of. I can't yeah. think of a lot of sexy things you can do in right. a shopping cart.
1: But at 11 years old, I, I remember looking at going, what the fuck is the point of that? Why were sisters grabbing each other's boobs?" That's what you stuff? thought That's of? Weird. It It was weird. Well, it was weird, but it was naked
0: women. But it was naked what was women. What's wrong with you? It was twin sisters. I'm 52. You show me twin sisters naked in a fucking shopping cart, and I'm not gonna go. Well, I have an intellectual. Really? I'm gonna look at go. Ooh, titties. That's you're, come you're not on. gonna go. Your
1: sisters. Why are you like grabbing each other's tits? Come on. No. Well. You're clearly more lizard brain than I I'm am. I'm
0: not that curious about it. I'm just like, oh, uh, this is supposed well, to be I'm supposed to be titillated I by this. I was very highbrow at hey, 11 years ago. I read old. I read this great thing about how to... <laughs> this is the stupidest article I ever <laughs> read in my life on Buzzfuckingfeed, I think. But it, again, fucking phones. Right? Um, but it was it was it was six ways for men to live longer. Oh, God. You know, and it's a terrible article. Don't kill yourself. Well, I, mean, one. I, mean, I mean, no, it's like get married. Oh, fuck. Be off. responsible. Yeah. This kind of, but the very first one, the very first one, that's the only reason, because it was just so ridiculous, was that science apparently, there's some scientist okay. that proved yep. that men live longer if they stare at boobs. Okay. I mean, you can look it up. I don't doubt it. And, but, but I thought that's the A that is the dumbest thing I ever heard, but. I like staring at boobs. Well, we so maybe a, I'll last
1: longer. I don't know. We need to put a bookmark in that for another episode. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe next week. Sure. About... Staring at boobs? Yeah. Because I've got some issues with boobs right now.
0: Well, yeah. But because well, you've got a well, Yeah. They're, they're we, utilitarian in your world right now.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're fucking constant. I... I we need to save this. Okay, I, we'll save we the to, We're we going to talk about we'll this. Coming soon, David's problem with boobs. We are going to have
0: a conversation about this. But, he, but
1: here's the thing that tents. I learned about the camp is that as different as it was in 1930-something, 1980, 1990, 2000, whatever, yeah. the experience for all the campers and all the counselors at those times and what the parents saw from those kids, yeah. it's exactly the same. Okay. It is, it is a very different summer camp from when I was there. And it's a very, very different summer yeah. camp from when, you know... The 1930s uh, the, was, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But the experience that the kids get and that, the, you know, the, the, those who go... Well, it's because but, you're out in yeah. the woods and you're not stuck to a phone. Well, and even the woods are less and less at the camp because they've been... are outdoors, know, you're doing yeah, but, physical and, and things, and clo- you're learning physical... learning the physical, the you're learning the the physical world. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I, I realized that, you know, it's... We adapt and... Yeah. As as the culture changes and the culture changes as we change. You know, it's this egg, cart, horse, chicken thing, thing right? Yeah. But again, uh, my my main question was, if I'm sitting there at my desk at work, what the fuck am I working on? Like, am I, as a copywriter, am I, yeah. like, I look at Mad Men, I guess I'm writing and typing and then I'm drinking and smoking. Yeah, I guess that's what y- we did. Yeah. We just fucking drank and smoked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I think we and did sent stuff. faxes. We did stuff, but you know it's like it's sort of like it's you know it's like I remember the things I remember. Um, I remember my first car. I mean the car that I have now is Prius. Yeah. I don't know the f- first thing about how that fucking thing works. I mean I I do, but if I broke down on a fucking highway, I wouldn't know any. I would not know what to do, to fix my car. Well, I can tell you to start just real quickly. Yeah. Um, you have to check. Um, whether the uterus has enough oil in it. Yeah, uh, you're killing me. Um, but when I my first car was, because it was all I could afford, was a nineteen fifty-one Chevrolet Deluxe.
1: I don't even know what a deluxe is. That's it's funny. just okay. it's, yeah. it's a
0: Chevy, it doesn't yeah. have the fins. It didn't have the fins. But it was this big okay. fucking yeah. tank of a goddamn and I bought it and it was Canary Yellow. Trunks that could fit bodies. I was, I was yeah, no shit. Yeah. I was fourteen years old. Um, mom Mm co-signed and I immediately but I mean this is didn't have an alternator it had a Mm -hmm. generator so I had to go to junkyards and find a used like a junk generator and I had to learn how to put it in the engine so that it would generate enough electricity to Mm -hmm. actually start the fucking thing it had a push button Mm-hmm. Um, started, you had to put the key in. This fucking thing, you know. I ended up painting it candy apple red because uh-huh. I thought that's fucking cool. Yeah. And in high school, it was known as the Bop because my mom got me a vanity license plate that said Bopper. That's unfortunate. No, actually, it was pretty cool. I mean, really? Yeah, because it was I was 1950s, and the Bopper, the big Bopper, was a, you know. I feel
1: so like I'm, that that puts that like paints you in this corner of this personality and
0: this this. Do you know you who I create? am? That's I who I was in high school. I wouldn't school. call you the bopper. No, I was. Well, I mean, I'm not the bopper. I was just like I'm Hello, not. I know. Uh, no, I wasn't that. I'm just not like the rest of you. I've always been that. So right. that was a nice. I have this. Everybody else has got like uh, Trans like, Ams. Trans- and, yeah. yeah, Transams and Camaros and T Bird yeah. and Skylarks and all this bullshit, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and pickup trucks because it was out in the middle of Kansas. And right. I'm driving around. I was, I was the only kid with a car that consistently got asked to be drive it in the homecoming parade. Sure. Why? Because yeah. it was distinct. Yeah, You know, the veterans loved my car.
1: Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah.
0: huge. Yeah. A lot of sex in that car because it was huge. Because you had room to have sex I in that I mean, car. I could yeah. fucking, you know, you know, it was like a clown car. Yeah. Um, I know that my nephew will never have that. I remember when I was tiny, I'm a little kid, Um, my toys... For the most part, were mm-hmm. plastic dinosaurs. Yeah, I had a great set of plastic dinosaurs. You know, dinosaurs. and I remember, yeah. I remember my nephew Sean. I got him plastic dinosaurs mm-hmm. when he was a little kid, and he didn't didn't give a shit. What does it do? Does it light up? No, fuck well, I mean, you. you know, he Pretend. Just, he just didn't. He just didn't get it. And he wasn't yeah. an asshole about it. He wasn't a, that. That's not that kid. But yeah. but he just was like, I don't know what to do with these. And just boom, and he, you know, and I, I get it. But it's like, wow. You know, there's this weird. nuts. It's, it's not I weird hate to be like strange. I am an old guy pining for the old no days that's not it at all when we built our own shit houses and there was corn cobs that we wiped in no I'm not doing that <laughs> I'm not there no I mean this is it, it's, it's weird I'm in not the not, not in the, the,
1: the strange way but yeah. weird is in the the curious interesting thing that's happening um and I, I want to say now but it's I, I guess it's always I, I'm just noticing it more now because I've got a kid yeah when I was a little kid I remember that um my grandfather, Poppy, gave us one of his favorite toys that okay. he had as a kid. And it was just, it was this die-cast airplane. Yeah. Like maybe an inch long. Two exactly. inches long. The propeller turned and that was it.
0: That was it. That's the and whole thing. the wheels thing.
1: on it moved. But that yeah. was it. And I, I was like, oh. Like there were no colors. It was just this, you know, that just gray, die-cast, that die-cast. Just like color. Pewter, yeah. 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 The, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, compared to my G.I. Joe planes... It was a but, it did the exact same thing. I yeah. mean, it just didn't shoot the missiles or whatever. But I played the living shit out of that. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. But so you know, there's this company, Doug and Melissa. Um, is yeah, it, yes. It's, they make kids' toys and they're all wooden and organic, or whatever the you know. Yeah, it's, sure. You know, it's like
0: the vegan toys. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. And
1: they're really expensive. Of course they are. And they're really great or whatever. I don't yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. care. And we've got a couple of them. They're boutique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you align that with all the electrical shit. Like, Harry's got a remote control, a TV remote that's a kid's TV remote. And they sell these, they sell kids, you know, yeah. cell phones that aren't real cell phones. Yeah. Katie bought him this, this remote control because he kept grabbing the real your remote phones, controls yeah, and yeah, fucking and then with our shit, TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, what remote control does he want? The one we keep using. The one that works. So I have to, like, pretend that his stupid remote control actually controls a TV. But the kid's smarter than yeah, my yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's not that stupid. You know? Yeah.
1: And it's the most annoying fucking thing. I keep turning it off because it's just got these annoying songs. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just... I, the technology of... of I, I, like, I don't know what Harry's going to be into. I, I, I want him to understand that... Mm-hmm. You can have just as much fun of virtual with the box
0: as you can with, yeah, you know. Well, it depends on, and the thing is, it depends on what you. It, it, it and ultimately, and the, the thing about it is, everybody, you know, everybody's got their their pet version of what the future holds. Yeah. Um, my pet version is not, you know, the Terminator. It's not Star Wars. It's not the AI. It's well, not good, Star, Star Trek. Star Wars
1: happened a long, long time. ago. Yeah,
0: right? all right, fine, whatever. It's not Star Trek. Let's put it that there. You go. My 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 pet version of what the future holds is the postman. It is dystopia where all technology is erased because the planet says fuck you and we have no more electric power and we have no technology at all and we have to relearn how to read a map well i mean yeah yeah we have to because i'm gonna tell you i have shitty direction but even i you have shitty direction i do i, I have, have really bad direction. I have really bad direction i'm i can't Yours find my ass i, I, I know i can't dude it's... i still sometimes have to like i'm going to your house and i know exactly where i, was. I still put the gps mm-hmm. on sometimes I because i have terrible sense of direction however when i was in college i had an atlas in my car I still have an atlas. And I used that atlas. I used that atlas to find where I was going. And I did it. And uh, I wasn't good at it, but I was good enough that I could get places using the atlas. Um, I'm just fascinated by how technology... And part of it is, you know, I'm 52 years old. I'm not getting another 50. I'm not getting... I mean, I I might. I might. Maybe I get another 50. Maybe I don't. Do you stare at boobs? All the time. Then you're going to live another 50. All right, Simeon
1: cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing uh, is so today is the 24th of November. 25th. 25th? This is the 25th. All right, so yesterday marks 65 years that Lee Harvey Oswald was shot. Okay. And killed. Um, so being that it's the JFK, you know, assassination mm, sure. anniversary, watch the movie JFK. Okay, that's it.
0: There you go. I'm. I have a watch. Um, it's not a JFK, but it is connected to Oliver Stone in some way. Okay. Um, it's on Amazon Prime Video. It's a documentary. It's called De Palma, mm. and it is. It, it, it's it's all about Brian De Palma. It, I mean, it is basically. That's weird. They named it De Palma. And yeah. It's, all about it's like it's like wow. an hour and a half. Okay. It's like a ninety minute uh, documentary that just is Brian De Palma sitting in a room, talking about his career. Talking about all the movies he made. And I mean, they go through every fucking movie he made and the circumstances behind it. And, you know, how, like, you know, like in in, uh, Scarface, he ended up having to have Oliver Stone, Mm -hmm. there's your connection, kicked off set. Real,
1: it doesn't because Oliver me at Stone all, was, actually, was trying to a, give not, give direction sure to was, the actors, yeah. and
0: Brian De Palma said, "You can't do that." Because Stone wrote that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote the he wrote the script, and yeah. he was trying to give the actors direction. Yeah. And De Palma finally had him removed from yeah. set because you motherfucker, you can only have one director. But it's really interesting. And that's why Stone and became I t- a director,
1: so that never happened exactly. again. Exactly. Right? That's exactly
0: right. And it's very interesting that and, and I didn't realize it. Like I said, it's fascinating, but my favorite factoid, and I did not realize, it, and it makes me want to go watch this movie again, is that in this documentary he says I will never make a better movie in my lifetime than this, Carlito's Way. Really? And it makes me want to watch that movie again because I like that movie. Yeah but for brian de palma to say that in his opinion it's the movie he will never it's the best movie he's ever and made and he's talking
1: just from like the the not the artistry not the meaning but the technicality. he is talking about the, the film
0: itself okay that he says i'll okay. never make a better movie than this huh. when he's talking about Carlitos way so it okay. makes me want to watch that movie again because i right. i think i only saw it once i liked it but so yeah de palma Amazon Prime Video. Don Smith uh, recommended it, and or no, actually Bob Bob Fisher recommended it, and uh, I loved it, so I okay. recommend it. So my next thing to do is
1: uh, shop local. Yes. Like, get out and walk the hoods, browse, uh, discover things, and then and then if you could tell me what's out there and what's good, so I don't blow
0: another gift giving opportunity with Katie all right so we're gonna work on that, that we'll, 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 we'll do we'll do that we'll do that all right my number two is a listen and i just oh shit and i want to play you oh fuck pause yeah yeah well i edit this shit out i gotta find it this this uh i don't know if you were in here when i was uh did i did i talk about brass against Mm-mm. Oh, okay this is called this is a group called brass against okay it is a bass player a drummer like nine brass players and saxophonists and a vocalist, woman vocalist. Now, keeping in mind that saxophones are woodwinds, but they're made of brass. All right, that's blurring the lines. But okay, okay. but they, yeah, a bit, but wait, in this whole album, and you can find it on SoundCloud, Brass Against. I've got doorknobs made of brass.
1: Are those involved?
0: This is all brass. Where do you hear her? Andwood wins. N-ward wins. <laughs> I just think this is. This is hot. I like this. Where do you hear her?
1: Is this a a brass cover band of Rage Against the Machine? Yes. That's awesome.
0: Listen to this shit.
1: I already have a crush on this shit. Oh, man. Where do you hear her? Something Dana should have done. No shit. Is this Dana? No. Damn. Yeah,
0: okay. I mean, oh. It won't stop. It doesn't need to. Yeah, I mean, brass against. That's awesome. Look it up on SoundCloud, brass against. Okay. I found them randomly, and I mean, I just shit my pants. I just went, these, I, you know. That's incredible. I just was, like, blown away. Yeah. They kick Ass. That's awesome. That's my listen for the week. Very cool. Okay.
1: Uh, so m- my last thing to do this week um, is is a give. What a swell idea. Right? We're getting into the holiday season. Make a gift to Gildas Club Chicago this Giving Tuesday. Th- that is giving Tuesday Tuesday. yeah. Um, you know, so t- today's Sunday. is Whenever you listen to this, but we're, you know, this dropped on Sunday. So Tuesday after Thursday. Thanksgiving is yes. Giving Tuesday, and yeah. there's a million organizations that ask for Giving Tuesday, and there's matched opportunities and whatever. If you could give whatever you can, a fucking dollar, $25, $1,000, I don't care, but if you could make a donation to Gilded's Club Chicago, I would really appreciate that. It's an incredible organization. If that's not your thing, just give to something you do care about. Yeah. So just... Give what you can to whatever.
0: But Guilds Club Chicago is where you should be going. <laughs> and my final thing is a listen. It's a new podcast. It just uh, dropped a couple of weeks ago. My friend Dan Wiseman, he's somebody I work with at WBEZ. Mm-hmm. Um, just a great guy. I mean, Dan is just one of the nicest guys I've, I've met in Chicago. And he's one of my favorite, peoples in Chica- favorite people in Chicago. Um, he just released a podcast called An Arm and a Leg Podcast. Okay. And it is Dan. He is examining the elephant in every American home, health care, and why it costs so much.
1: God damn it, yes. And it
0: is, and it, I've listened to the first three episodes, and and he's really, I mean, he's telling stories of people that are paying, but he's actually like, oh, why did this simple procedure cost $500,000? Yeah. He's really breaking it down in a real-world way of, First of all, here's the devastation that that kind of uh, pricing costs. But mm-hmm. then, why? Yeah. What is the justification for this? And it will surprise you. It is an excellent podcast. Okay. It's called an Arm and a Leg podcast. I highly recommend. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I really do. It's. Uh, he's a great guy, and he's got a great voice. And this is some serious research. This is really good stuff. Great. Yeah.
1: That sounds. That sounds amazing. Yep. Cool. Um,
0: Well, that's it. That's the podcast.
1: you know, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah.
0: Yeah, we'll get to more of that shit as we go through December. Yeah. Yeah. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape,
1: go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Locomotive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at localmotiveband.com.